Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Marcus Bowles to Meridian, one of the best high school football coaches in the history of Mississippi high school football, is now at Meridian. Uh, They're back in play. They're back in the playoffs. They'll probably win a state title in the next few years. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone is brought to you by Eye Care Professionals, Dr. Kirk Jeffries. Two locations for eye care professionals. Lakeland Drive in Jackson. Bell Mead, Flowood, also on Lakeland Drive. Cataract surgery, eye care professionals. Obviously, the routine eye exams, the contacts, the glasses, all that. I've been going there for years. Um, But if you need cataract surgery, eye care professionals, Dr. Kirk Jeffries, two locations on Lakeland Drive. All right. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Good show today. Mike Dettelier was awesome. If you missed it, it will be on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. I thought our SEC Insider hit at 7.30 was a ton of fun. And a lot of Stetson Bennett the 4th and Georgia and program building and the historical, you know, reference of hey Georgia's gone back to back and where where are we going with this and what does this mean for college football um David Pollock which we're about to drop the audio David Pollock former Georgia football player current ESPN analyst if you want to call him that was on the studio set last night in Los Angeles with at SoFi Stadium with Nick Saban and he punked Nick Saban, after his Georgia Bulldogs, won another title. This is David Pollock with Nick Saban right beside him. And, and Georgia, obviously, you've seen in the past couple seasons now, really, they've taken hold of college football. They did an unbelievable job. Uh, this is a young football team. I don't know who Nick Saban dog-cussed after that on the phone, just probably on the way to the airport, but, like, his closest confidant, but it was somebody. Yeah. Um, the the guy Alabama fans Tuscaloosa Birmingham Huntsville all, I love all these towns by the way Mobile Orange Beach whatever uh, they are miserable this morning because the protege okay left the nest and has done it at a higher level as of lately the grasshopper becomes the teacher yes thank you Mr Miyagi yeah and so. What what has happened is T-Town, they're in mourning. You know, I, but the Birmingham metro area doesn't know what to do. And 
not only did Kirby win, but he won 65 to 7. They had to sit through that with a walk-on quarterback who looks like the golf pro over at Meridian Country Club. <laughs> I mean, they won 6 say that out loud. They won 65 to 7. Barry yeah. Switzer at Oklahoma used to beat Kansas that bad. In 1985. It's historically the most lopsided title game ever oh, I, in college football. I bet. Because we've had some good ones. Yeah. I know you mentioned the Notre Dame one in Bama, but we've had some really good ones. Yeah. No, I'm with um, you. And after two playoff games that were as as good, if not better, than any semifinal games we've had since the playoff started. They were phenomenal. As a set, we haven't had two games in one year that were that good, period. But they might be two of the best ever. Well, and our regular season gave us Alabama and Tennessee and Knoxville, which was amazing. Yeah. And Alabama at LSU, which yep. was amazing. Yep. Along with some other games that we were all on the edge of our seat in September, October, and November. Yeah, the Egg Bowl, baby. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of that game, but... Hale State fans are excited to have the Golden Egg, as they should be. And the fact that it was Mike Leach's last game and we didn't know no. that it would be yes. his last game will always have that kind of historical relevance sentimental within value. the Hale State, yeah. sentimental value within yeah. the Mississippi State football. But anyway, back to back to this football season. I mean, we had an epic game in Knoxville with Bama and Tennessee, and we've been looking for that game for like 17 years between those two teams. And Tennessee-Bama. I mean, either one, Tennessee against anyone, just right. showing up, period. That's true. And then for Bama to go to LSU and, and for for Brian Kelly to go for two, that game was unbelievable. And then I think for for Michigan to be dominated for a chunk of the Michigan-Ohio State game. And then turn it around. And yeah. flip the second half, yep. especially the fourth quarter, but not just do that. But do it in the horseshoe. Ooh. The year before, they had done it in the big house, yeah, which is cool. But to do it in the horseshoe at Ohio State and to impose your will on a team that is more talented than you, good hell. So we had some unbelievable moments this year within the game that we all love. Yeah. But you remember what, Ryan... But, but you nailed the semi the semifinal games between Michigan and TCU and Ohio State and Georgia were unbelievable. Yeah, and you remember what Ryan Fowler came on this show and said about how Alabama fans see Kirby Smart. You remember what they call, he said they called him? Yeah. Kirby Hugh Freeze Smart? Yeah. How much more does it make them angry that not only do they watch Kirby Smart win that game, two, two straight titles something they haven't done since 11 and 12. They dominated 29 and 1. Something Alabama's never done is win 29 games in two seasons. No one ever has. Georgia did it first. Now you have Hugh Freeze down the road in your own state, and you have Kirby Smart on the opposite side of the SEC waiting every year in the SEC championship until we flip it schedule-wise. Alabama fans aren't just in mourning, Bo. They might be in a reckoning. They might be looking at the future going, whoa, we didn't sign up for this. Well, no, they didn't sign up for it. And I would do anything to be in, in a Birmingham suburb today for lunch. Except to actually have to be there? Well, yeah, like <laughs> if somebody just picked me up and flew me over there in 45 minutes and <laughs> I could go to some really cool restaurant like Bravo and, and just kind of get the, 
get the vi- or or I don't know what it, what is the uh, and I don't know this offhand. They don't have one. What is the fanciest country club? Like the best country club in the Birmingham metro suburban area, whatever. Uh, you know, be in their their bar and grill. What's uh, the, what's the barbecue? What's the barbecue place? That Dreamland. Ryan, yeah, I mean, if you and I, I, I'd be fine going there too. That's all they got over you there. You know, as far as Dreamland for for uh, for lunch in Tuscaloosa. Uh, but man, they they are in a bad spot, and they also have a problem because of what has happened at LSU. At LSU, yep. And you just named it. Hugh Freeze is going to win. Now, he can't win at Georgia's level every year. No. But Hugh Freeze will bottle a team or two that's going to hurt your feelings. So what happened at Auburn and what happened in Baton Rouge and what has already happened in Athens does not sit well for the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'll believe in Auburn and love it. War Eagle. Just gives me chills. It uh, puts me in an emotional I may, state. I may have to buy an Auburn pullover. I've always liked their colors. Sorry to hear that. Wow. Actually, my three favorites are Florida, Georgia, and Auburn. And Florida and Auburn are very similar. They are. Orange and blue. They just are. different they shades. Just, they do it different. Yeah, well, different yeah. shades. But yeah. you can run it a bunch of different ways. <clears throat> yeah. It, the funny thing about the, the Alabama thing I is. I had a Florida pullover. Guess who stole it? Your son? No. Oh, your bar, daughter? Bar two. Oh, Dave. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's not surprising. Yeah. So we we when we went to the Florida Georgia cocktail party, he just took it. Yeah. So I had this really cool blue Jumpman Florida Gator pullover. How dare he do that? And and as the weekend rolled on, he was like, "Man, I, I'd love to take my kid. Like I've got enough, but I don't have quite enough for my kids." I said, "So." You're going to do this to me right now. At the end of this trip, you're going to guilt me into giving you this pullover. It's really despicable. And he did. He did. <laughs> That's so, classic. Yeah. That's classic. Uh, you know, it's interesting. The, and the, you're right. My son took my dry fit jump yeah. man, Florida Gator, and he wore it for like years. The meltdown around the SEC is funny because... This is the whole, you know, outside the conference, people think everyone cheers for the SEC. And in some stuff, they do. Like, I'd rather see LSU beat Purdue than Purdue beat LSU, right? I don't, that doesn't affect me as a state or Ole Miss fan. I don't cheer for one or the other. You know, if I cheer for one, I, cheer, I don't cheer for the other in your rivalry. But outside of that, there's not a lot of times where the SEC, you inherently just want them to lose. The Georgia thing is interesting because I don't think it helps anyone for there to be another Saban dynasty in the league. Like having Saban and Georgia, having Alabama and Georgia both be good doesn't make it better for State or Ole Miss. No, it's not awesome. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean? Do I love big games, big moments? The fact that Bama and Georgia are going to play sooner than later. Um, the fact that we'll get better Auburn and LSU games on Saturday for for what we do. Yes, no, it doesn't make it better. Talking about having to continue to sharpen the sword, figure out who you are, what's your best route to get to squeeze everything you can. Uh, out out of what you have in Starkville and Oxford, absolutely. And look, man, we've been on we've been on a we've been spoiled here. The last decade's the best Holy single mo- decade ever. Ole Miss and Mississippi State fans have been spoiled for a while. We have had really big moments, really good players, really big wins, really fun times. Florida Bowl games, Sugar Bowl, Orange Bowl. Ole Miss has done two sugars. 
Uh, Mississippi State's done the orange, but lived down in in the Gator and the Outback at time. You know, good Lord. I remember 1981, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eh, eh, I don't, I don't want that. You could just go 03, 04, 05. Yeah, well, that's a good point. That's when I started doing this, and that wasn't any fun either. I mean, you, you had the Orgeron Croom era. That's what I had, and I was trying to make a living. Listen, the Moorhead Matt was Luke. Not easy. The Moorhead Matt Luke era might as well be Georgia, Alabama to the to the Orgeron Croom era. Oh, I know. Vanderbilt and Kentucky. And, you know what I mean? Like that's how much better they were. <laughs> and Kiffin's done a good job, but Matt Luke was closer than people. Th- I mean, if Elijah Moore doesn't pee, then he probably Luke get fired. gets another year. Yeah. I mean, and Kiffin's at and Arkansas. He had finally found the coordinator thing that he needed. He stayed too long with Crime Dog McGriff. Shocker. But right, but he had found a, a, a duo that could do something. With Rich Rod yeah, and Mike McIntyre. Yeah. Those two guys can flat out coach football. Speaking of Kiffin, okay. finally got a transfer portal commit from the weekend. You feel like it's something good, maybe something forward, or is this a little bit of kind of swimming in circles for, for the Ole Miss portal recruiting? Too early, but Caden Prescorn tied in from Memphis. That's right. And his brother is Brady Prescorn, the four-star tight end that has, is crystal balled to Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines, but Ole Miss is expecting are hoping to flip him because they got his brother. Probably. Uh, Brady Prescorn is the number three tight end in the country and the number two player in Michigan. Okay. The four-star. Um, and if you know anything, we've talked about Jim Harbaugh already this offseason. Michigan's recruiting class is real shaky right now. Yeah. Because there's so much tying Harbaugh to the NFL and, and some of the chaos and the lack of good lead. You think State and Ole Miss have had some bad 80s at different times? Go to Michigan. Absolute train wreck with Manuel over there. Yeah, and Ward Manuel or Manuel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's an absolute disaster at Michigan and the lack really of leadership. I can't figure him out, but he hasn't been awesome. Did you did you have a chance to listen to Kirby Smart's pregame speech? The one in the locker room. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I, I thought it was. You know, I don't. Most I don't put a lot of. You know, importance or focus on a lot of that. But that guy's got an ability to really hold the room. Most coaches can't do it. Uh, he's no Dan Campbell, but he's good. He's good. Listen, I, it, my argument's always been if you're at that level and you can't get up as a player, then what are you doing, period? I, I agree. I but, agree. but there is something to be said about there are sometimes coaches who do – they have a better pulse or a f- finger on the pulse of their program and are able to truly – get that out of them right right the i thought the sideline interview was funny right before kickoff they deferred aggression yeah what do you want to see out of your team aggression and then stared at her like he was gonna just destroy her right right? like i think holly Rowe was who the the interviewer was aggression yeah that and if you saw that you should have immediately in bet go a thousand dollars on georgia money whatever i gotta do Georgia by a hundred. Golly. Yeah. So I it it is. You're right. The whole SEC right now, I think, is in a little bit of a teeter totter. Smoked. I think they did. I don't know how many people publicly said I want TCU to win and privately put money on Georgia. I'd have to go back and look at Vegas. The, will release some of the numbers later today. Yeah. Some of their books. Um. I'll be interested to see if the books got murdered. Who's more? Not upset but like who's more going uh-oh this is going to be a tough route alabama 
or ever, Tennessee, Florida? Uh, Tennessee, Florida, because Bama still believes, without a doubt, that not only can they get back, but they can stay up there. They, yeah, uh, that they could they could beat Georgia in the. Let's say they faced off in the SEC championship game next year. Yeah, which could still happen. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, that that's something that Bama. I think what's going to be is Saban willing to commit to defense again. Do you think he didn't he lost commit to his it way or? on defense? Is that just play calling though? No, no, no. I think it's the whole mentality of the program. Interesting. They went and started chasing points and yards and forgot about the big bad dudes. On, and, and he doesn't have a you know anything close to an elite defensive coordinator. Correct. And Kirby Smart was and Jeremy Pruitt was under Nick Saban. There have been others that are not. Tosh Lapoy, the current one, Pete Golding, you know, Kevin Steele early on. Yeah, I think Steele early on. Yeah. Early, early, okay. early on. Right. Well, I think it was Steele, then Kirby. But I may be wrong. I think that's the way yeah. it went. Yeah. Uh, whereas Kirby, they have that dog in them. I know it sounds corny. Dude, they got that dog. That defense believes in aggression. And and they're just manhandling people. Yeah, you damn right. Uh, it's the truth. I think if you're Alabama, you have to be real nervous right now because – what felt like yours to take year in and year out doesn't feel that way anymore. See, LSU's always How kind of... How long has it been? LSU's always fought uphill, though, right? Like, LSU's never been able to get out of their way, so you never felt like LSU entered the year the predestined number one best team. Right. It's always been, well, there's still Alabama. Can you get past Alabama? Right. And you look at their win-loss record against the two, LSU's not done well against Alabama in the last, for their standards. Compared to the rest of the league, they've right. done great. But... but yeah. uh, I think if you're Alabama, you might legitimately come into the next season or two going, are we the best? Instead of we are the best team, you're going, are we the best team in the SEC? And that's a mentality that Alabama fans haven't had since pre-Saban. And they're, they should be asking, are we the best? They're and I not. think at this point, you can't say they are. They are not. They will go into the to the to this year as the number two team in the SEC. The favorite in the West until LSU proves it. And it'll be Georgia in the East, right? I don't think you I can, don't think there's a whiskers worth of difference in Bama and LSU in the West. Ooh, see, that's not something we've said a lot over the last twelve years. We haven't. So I that's to me if you're Alabama, that's to me why it's not Florida or Georgia, it's not LSU or Auburn who are good looking around going, oh, I can't believe Georgia's good. It's Alabama because as we said, I think with Ryan Fowler two years ago. It's not that one person is taking down Saban, but there's finally enough big boys to take a chink out of the armor from one spot or the other. That's right. That finally the soft spots are opening up. It took a while. It, and, t- it took more than one team. And they're losing a great QB. Now, they may replace Bryce with Ty Simpson or another guy that is a great college quarterback, but they're, they're losing a great college quarterback. Correct. LSU won the West without a great college quarterback. Georgia won the East without a great college quarterback. You are, you are right. So what does that say about Bama? And what does it say about what we've thought and preached for the last six years? Stetson which is was not only the number one quarterback in the SEC, he wasn't the number two. Correct. And then Hooker was. Correct. So then you could start to get into the debate about where Stetson Bennett 
should fall. fall. Yeah. But he's not as good as Bryce Young, and he's not as good as Hendon Hooker. I mean, I think it makes you ask the question, if it all is about the quarterback, which it is, at what point does talent trump the quarterback position? Because for State and Ole Miss, you have to have a great quarterback to be great. You have to have a playmaker. It's proven right now, I think, that Alabama and Georgia don't have to have a great quarterback. No. And so that kind of, it makes you rewrite your brain. Like, we feel like they should have to have one, but if you're Alabama and Georgia, you don't. When was the last time they won it? Mac Jones? Yes. Okay. Which was a great offense. Right. Not a great quarterback. Right. If you go look at who he was throwing to. Absolutely. Three first round wide receivers. Yes. And boy, were they special. Amazing. And that's what and, and, Alabama and didn't have. football, you can't cover all three of those guys. You can't cover two. It's like two. I talk about high school football. You know, you can't, if you're, if you're good at the passing game and you're four wide, there's Somebody's not enough 10th, 11th, and 12th graders to cover those dudes. Somebody's open. Yeah. Yeah, to me, it's, I, I'm, I'm with Especially you. Especially if you run any kind of crossing routes with any kind of efficiency. You, you're going to move the ball. If you're Alabama, you really have to ask yourself, what is our number one thing to get right if we're going to beat Defense. Georgia? Yeah. Toughness. Yeah. Because you had the better quarterback. TFLs. You know, flipping the field with my defense. That's, that's it. Georgia gives their offense the ball every 90 seconds. Seriously. A lot of times in plus territory. Yeah. Saban lost his way when he when he started chasing points and yards. But did, I'd also say though, if he hadn't, he wouldn't have the titles that he had since he did that too, though, right? I mean, you had to do so, you had to get better offensively. No question. It, interesting point, and this will really rile up Titers. Um, in nine seasons with Kirby Smart, four national titles for Nick Saban. Okay. In seven seasons without Kirby Smart, two national titles for Nick Saban. Not saying there's a correlation or there isn't. I'm just telling well, you facts. There is. There's just facts. So I'm I'm just telling you numbers. Well, sports fans don't like facts. It's accurate. Okay. That's very accurate. All right, let's let's switch gears one more time before we get out of here. Um the out of bounds show 1059 the zone ESPN is brought to you by Cypress Depot in Ridgeland. Got to go by and see the guys at Cypress Depot Friday. And they're doing great. Residential, commercial. Um, the leading supplier, as you know, of uh, Cypress hardwoods, but many, many other things, track decking, you name it. Um, cypressdepot.com. They welcome you to stop by in Ridgeland. It's right there by the train tracks, um, right down from Holmes Community College. Cypress Depot in Ridgeland. Cypressdepot.com. Lunch today brought to you by Bulldog Burger. Uh, we'll... Will we have an offensive coordinator and athletic director announcement today for Mississippi State? Could. Tomorrow at the latest. Uh, Lunch today brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland on Lake Harbor, right down from the Armory. We've told you all about the Armory on Lake Harbor. Bulldog Burger, Ridgeland Bulldog Burger, Startbull, and Bulldog Burger in uh, Tupelo. Mike Dettelier said that Stetson Bennett the fourth. He's got him as a fifth-round pick in the NFL draft. Where do you have him? Hit us up on the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Thanks for listening to the show. You know where 
to go to get your next John Deere tractor. Any of the Ag Up equipment locations in Mississippi, agup.com. Our text line, 601-885-3776. I see where Muschamp is trending. Oh, another athletic director is going to let down their guard. Muschamp to Michigan after Harbaugh goes to the NFL. Good hell. They're dying to go 5-7. and seven. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Dead presidents printed on paper. Cash money.